Hey, everybody. Welcome to What Are You Doing in Denmark, the podcast where we talk to some of the coolest people in Denmark about what they're doing here. I'm your host, Derek, and without Mike once again today, however, I am joined by the amazing Diane in Denmark for part two of our time together in the studio. Welcome back, Diane. Thank you, Derek. Let the hygge begin. Yes, yes. And we've already talked quite a bit about how you began living in Denmark and some of your hot and cold takes on different elements of the holidays. Mm -hmm. And we're going to keep that conversation rolling and talking about good habits and all kinds of things about the holidays now. Yeah. Okay. And I was thinking maybe we could do something a little fun now. Ooh, okay. Hey, <laughs> so I thought it could be fun to play a little game where with the holidays coming up, Ooh, you know, yes. um, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who love Christmas There are some you may not expect who really don't like Christmas. Of course. <laughs> so yeah. I, I've found some interviews of various celebrities that mm -hmm. hate Christmas. No. And some of them really surprised me. Yeah, and because in Denmark, we love Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's actually a verb. Yeah. It's not just a noun Christmas. To Christmas, at Jule. At Jule. Yeah, yeah, because it's the whole month of December. And if you hate Christmas or if you're a Grinch, that would be a Julehead. <laughs> Is that right? Julehead. Julehead. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's my, yeah. yeah. Maybe I should go back to the Danish classes <laughs> to um, make time for that. But um, I'll kind of read you a description okay. of something that some celebrity did or said about their hatred of Christmas. Okay. And I'll give you two possible celebrities. Just guess which one you think it is. Oh, right. Yeah. Gonna, I hope I know the celebrities. Yeah. I, hope, I hope they're old. <laughs> yeah. See, I, well, I, I think you'll know these. These are pretty okay. well known. What actor named Hugh mm -hmm. hates Christmas so much that he and his father would avoid celebrating Christmas by taking an annual holiday to a country that doesn't celebrate Christmas? Do you think that was Hugh Jackman or Hugh Grant? Okay, I was about. I was going to say there. There are only two kind of personalities. There you go. Yeah, I was saying it's going to be Hugh Grant. I thought, oh, hold on, you're from the states, so it's the the other guy. No, we Jack have love Man. actually. In the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll, go, I'll trouble, go for the American think, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Oh, I think he's Australian. Oh, is he? So yeah, oh, I don't, sorry, so uh, sorry, down under. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Hugh Jackman. It was Hugh Grant, actually. Yeah, yeah. Hugh, we love Hugh. Yeah, I know. I I was really surprised by that because you yeah. know he's like he's in one of the like sweetest Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've actually never seen that movie oh, from start to finish. I've oh. got a bit of a thing that I'm not into Christmas movies. Ah, it's yeah. A, it's, it's I'm, a I'm cold on Christmas movies. <laughs> I like it. We um, friends of mine used to play it as a drinking game. So you would get assigned a different okay. character. Yeah. And every time that they were in a scene, you had to have okay. a sip of your drink. Yeah. That, that's a good way to do it. If you if you sit and watch it, that could be a, maybe okay. a Thursday. Maybe, maybe that. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> After winter bathing. Yeah. Um, Okay, so another one. This is, uh, we're going to go uh, pop singers now. Oh, okay, okay, good. So this is a pop singer that hates Christmas so much that at a 2019 holiday concert, this is literally at a Christmas concert, um, she bit the head of a Santa Claus toy. Oh, okay, not a fan. Or <laughs> not a fan of Christmas. That's how much. And she shouted that she's miserable and alone on Christmas. The actual quote she said was, um, I hate the holidays. I'm alone and miserable. You effing stuffed little toy <laughs> and oh. the head of the santa claus okay. do you think it was She's lady crying for attention crying for attention yeah. not for lady sure. gaga I don't lady think gaga be that or katie class. perry okay. Yeah. Mm, okay and i mean uh, i'm going with katie perry because i think i don't think lady gaga would be that crass it actually was lady gaga oh, no. yeah isn't that crazy i was i was shocked too shocked <laughs> 
Yeah, she seems so happy and peaceful. Yeah. Thought, that was in 2019, so oh, she's maybe changed. she's, she's grown. grown since yeah, then. a star is born. Oh, she's had. She's been know, to Denmark since then. She, she has to yeah. the Danish Hugo. That's it. She's she's Happy definitely Christmas. yeah. She she's now. Uh, oh dear, you, I'm not doing very well in your that's, quiz. That's okay. You're still yeah. going to win a prize. Yeah. Um, okay. So this uh, last one mm -hmm. is another actor. So mm -hmm. which actor revealed in an interview? Uh, they they gave this quote. I have a profound loathing of Christmas. It's really sad. At this time of year, I'm careful not to switch on the radio because those novelty jingles make me homicidal and plunge me into the heart of Scrooge territory. Oh. I think Christmas turns us all into Scrooge. Everyone is trying to throw happy stuff at you, and that's when I come out all humbug. Ooh. Uh, do you think that was Daniel Radcliffe or Colin Firth? Oh, I can't be Colin. I'll go with Daniel. Colin. No. <laughs> yeah. Zero. See, these these yeah. all made me yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I'm I'm wondering if it's because they're when they think of that kind of Christmas, they're thinking of the Hallmark movies, the over decorated. Because my mum and dad, when they used to still come here for Christmas, they loved coming here because, well, mm. probably because I was doing all the <laughs> all the cooking and all the work, but. They, they really enjoyed the Danish Christmas because it's quite low-key yes. in a way and, you know, quite quiet and we don't have all the flashy yeah. lights. We, we put up our, our fairy lights in the garden several weeks ago and it's just a, it's a more low-key Christmas, but we do something Christmassy all through December. And, and it's not just that one day with... It, it, it really is that kind of small feeling that comes in, that cozy feeling, yeah. you know. A hundred percent. I I find that too. I think Christmas here is, um, it, it almost sounds like a negative connotation, but I don't mean it that way. But for lack of a better word, it's more simple. But Very simple, yeah. There's so much going on all the time. It's 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 yeah. it's it's amazing, and I, I love that aspect of it yeah. because. And even at school, you know, yeah. you go in and there's parents breakfast where you have to go in and you're cutting uh, you know Snowflakes. yeah and there's lit candles on the table and things catching a light and uh, but that's all that's the joy of danish christmas the, the one of the smells of danish christmas is when the children at school or at creche or nursery they do the lucia procession yes. 13th of december they've got lit candles <laughs> real candles in their hair and that that whiff of burnt hair, because there's always somebody who gets a little too close. It's like, oh, now it's Danish Christmas. And it's true. That's so great. Gingerbread and your burnt children's <laughs> yeah, hair. Yeah, that kind of singe. So yeah. it's like, oh, no. The, the smells of the holiday season. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's nice. And I, I do think that it's that's that's a good a good way of thinking about it. Because I know for a lot of people, the, this holiday season can be you know, evoke some difficult times, obviously, today. and not just Colin Firth and <laughs> Hugh Grant and Lady Gaga. Yeah. But, um, and part of that may be, you know, kind of tying into what we talked about. Of course, it, it is more simple here. That's one thing that I, that I love. Um, and it's easier with, it, it feels like time management, routines, all the things that we've, we've talked about are, are a little bit easier in Denmark, especially around the holidays. It's a little bit less stressful it seems a little bit less commercial, and maybe that's part of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and, and that, that's the aspect that I like of it. Yeah. It's nobody in Denmark sends Christmas cards, right. and we know why because 
The cost of sending anything out of Denmark, the, the cost of a stamp, I can't remember, don't quote me on the current price, but something around 30 Danish crowns, which <laughs> is yeah, for just, can... just for a postcard. Uh, and the Danes don't write Christmas cards. And that actually, coming from the UK culture, yeah. where kids will send a Christmas card to everybody in their class. Yeah. You, My mum gives Christmas cards and money to the milkman. She still has a milkman, the postman, the newspaper boy, you know, ever the neighbours. She buys gifts for the neighbours. You buy gifts for the neighbours' children. In, in Denmark, you only really buy gifts for your nearest and dearest, yeah. the family. That's a big, big change from the UK where everybody oh, yeah. is oh, buying in, gifts for everybody. In the US too. And I think part of that is tipping culture. You almost feel like you should give somebody a little extra at the end of the mm, year. Yeah. And then, of course, even just like you said, your friends, your family, your acquaintances, you're going to send them a, a card at Christmas too. One tip here, if you're living in Denmark, though, is um, you can just tell everybody that you sent it with Postnord and <laughs> they and uh, just, oh, actually, sorry, I sent you a gift, but it was with Postnord. <laughs> I'll check the tracking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it just gets you out of it. Yeah. yeah. So, so I like that. There's no pressure there. With, uh, and Danes in general do not send greetings cards. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. they're very straightforward. It's practical. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. how. <laughs> I will tell you, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the gifts. When you buy a gift, you you put it on your wish list, and I'll say to my husband, "I would like this, please." And you can get it in that store, and you make sure to get a Budamerica, as it's called in Danish, where it can be exchanged if yeah. they get the wrong color. So, and Danes are very practical yeah. in that way. And I was quite intrigued when I first came here because people would often get gifts of cookware, uh, pots and pans. And I thought, that's a kind of crazy. But they are very practical and that's what I want. And I want this Georg Jensen candle holder. So the gifts are quite big, but they get one or two specific things. And sometimes pull money together to get the gift. And the family, that. or you're yeah. doing the kind of secret Santa thing that, you know, you buy for somebody in the I family. I like that so much better. Yeah, and I, I like that. So you don't have these mounds and mounds of presents yeah. of things which are ultimately going to end up going the recycling. Yeah. Or yeah. recycling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that that's a really nice thing. I know the wish list is a big part of of the culture here. Yeah, I've I've heard some people say that they think it kind of takes away from the the thought. But but but, yeah, but it's also the, practical. But, yeah, but nice. on the other hand, we have so many other things going on and meeting with friends and yeah. doing the Christmas things in the month of December. Actually, Christmas is just one day. You know, you've got you've got the dinner on the twenty fourth. That's the main thing here, and actually, I I really enjoy that. I, I really enjoy that. It's just a few gifts. But, I mean, it still takes time to open the gifts because in Denmark, you don't just all open your gifts separately. You open one and then, <laughs> oh, here's Granny's gift and everybody wants Granny opening her gift. And then, oh, it's Uncle Jacob's turn and he gets one gift. So you have to watch everybody opening. Th but that's nice because then you can see what people are getting instead of that. Spread the joy. Spread the joy. Yeah, and, and there's a bit less wrapping paper yeah. <laughs> to be clear. clear I like it. It's practical. It's organized. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and also just kind of taking the stress out of having to... I like it. I, I find it much less stressful. Yeah. Now, so do you think that's something that can be applied elsewhere? Uh, you know, because it is kind of a tough time. You know, do you think having those lists and it's almost kind of... And like, that's why you've got to yeah. talk to your family or your near ones, near ones, because quite often at this time of year at Christmas, 
It's all about, oh, the expectations. But are you thinking, oh, the family need to have this? Right. Do the family actually want to do it? So, you know, as soon as possible, talk to the family. I mean, in the Fly Lady system, we start planning in October. And people think, why are you planning so early? We're, we're not decorating trees, but we're just, you know, if you need, to, if you're going to make handmade Christmas gifts, got to start doing start October, November. So when we come to December, then we can actually enjoy it. But, you know, talk to the family. What do you want to have for Christmas dinner? Do you enjoy that? Or can we change things up? Because often we have the, the stress is coming because you don't actually <laughs> enjoy doing it. Yeah. And, and actually, when you speak to people, they say, oh, that doesn't make any difference to us. We would rather do something else. Start yeah. some new traditions. Yeah, I love Start that. Start your own traditions. We do pakalai with our family. Pakalai, yeah. And they like that so much more because the adults get to have a little fun. Yeah. And we do our Do you do recycled gifts we or not yet? We usually do. Or regifting. Yeah, we do. We do that. And, it's, um, and then we can focus on... We, uh, Mike and I now have six nieces and nephews, and we do it yeah. that way where we focus on the kids, and then with the, the family, we just do pakalai yeah. and just. My, my mum talks about that now. She still talks about the pakalai. Yeah. That's something she can remember is the pakalai. Uh, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> and you might and, win a toilet roll. You yes. Know, you never for, know what's going to be in those packages. For context, it's a game where if you don't know it, you're, you're rolling a dice, and then you're either swapping, stealing, yeah. or. Taking well, Christmas yeah. gifts when, from when one you, another when around you, the table. When you get a six, you can take a package and you play, you set a timer. I've got a timer in my bag. I always carry a timer. And when the timer goes off, then that that's your gifts. And then you can start playing again and then you can steal gifts from other people. And yeah. it, it's, it's a fun game. It's super fun. It's organized chaos. So I think a lot of the things about... Christmas in Denmark that make it a little bit more special is kind of that, that peeled back, that scaled back version of Christmas. And uh, I think it may be overused, but I think it's appropriate here to maybe call it a minimalistic look. It's not necessarily boring or simple, but the things that are part of it are are special. And it's almost like getting that one nice big gift instead of a bunch of smaller things. It's a little bit more streamlined. That's it. Minimalist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Because it's that whole thing with the with the tree like in the old days, it was decorated with edible gifts. And even now at, at nursery and creche, kids will make decorations to go on the tree. And in a way, it's not, it doesn't look perfect, mm. but you've, our Christmas trees but it's <laughs> yours. smash of things that yeah. the, the kids have made since they were six months old from nursery. But it, it's just that, it, you know, it, it's not the perfect looking tree, but it's just, it, it's the essentials, yeah. you know, it, and, and it goes the same with the food. Danish, and probably Danish Christmas dinner is probably the most, uh, I don't want to say boring, but the most uh, simple. If you look around the world of the different things that you'd have in the UK, you have about 10 different things that go with the turkey, the different sauces, the sausages, the two types of... In Denmark, it's the duck and your two types of potatoes yeah. and cabbage yeah. and uh, potato chips that have been warmed <laughs> in the oven and, and that's basically it so it, it's just very pared back but just just the essentials yeah and that's something that can really get you through that that christmas period too yeah it also is something that i think you talk about quite a bit in your your tips and your your advice for 
routines and habits that that minimalism yeah just just the the essential things because once you've got the essentials in place that's when we can be more spontaneous that's when we can go out and do things or or actually make decorations with the kids you know and it doesn't have you don't have to finish them that uh, something that the danish queen Margrethe she said in, in her new year's speech i think it was three years ago she said we really have to remember to do something doing something that wasn't you know, being on the iPad, watching to it, just doing something with, you know, with your fingers, drawing, knitting, and you don't have to finish it. But it was just something, something, something different every day. And I thought, oh, that's really wise. <laughs> yeah. Her because we, we get so focused on work and trouble with the family yeah. and world situation. And it's really going back to those things that you know just sitting some kind of make some christmas decorations or self-care you don't need to finish the christmas decorations but it's just enjoy the moment yeah enjoy those special moments and that's really what christmas is is like here and and it's it's nice that you mentioned the queen's speech of course that takes place on new year's eve um in denmark and New Year's is also a time where we then start to think about our routines again because maybe they come off a little bit in Yeah, and everybody Christmas wants the, the New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Dry January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our old friend. Yeah. yeah. But um, what do you have any practical advice on what we should think about for our New Year's resolutions as far as how to set them, if we should even yeah, set them. De- de- definitely. What, what's because, your take on that? Because I, I've gone through, you know, when I was younger, oh, New Year's resolution, they, they never stick. Yeah. And, and I, I think yeah. that all the research shows that even halfway through January, you've kind of forgot what, what was it I was supposed to be doing. And I found that something that works for me, that, that you can do that word of the year. Mm. That's really, you know, you could go with, oh, I want more joy this year. Or um, my word for this year was strong. I wanted to be stronger in what I'm saying no to and saying yes to and being mm. getting my body stronger. And But the, the best way to do it is to come back to the routines. Like if, say, Derek, you want to be a nice swimmer. Yeah. Okay. You're saying, okay, by the end of next year, I want to be a nice swimmer. You've got to break that down and say, how am I going to get there? Or uh, people say, you know, people often say, oh, I want to be healthier. What does that even mean? mean? What does that mean? Does that mean that you're not going to McDonald's every day for lunch? Or does it mean that you want to add extra protein into your diet? You want to go to the gym once a week? And you've got to break that down. What you've got to be very specific. What do you want to, to do? Where do you want to be? And then you take that and then you break it down. And then you put it into your weekly routine, your monthly routine, and your daily routine. Okay. So, for example, if you if you want to say, I, I want to eat healthier this year. First thing is, okay, maybe you need to actually make a menu plan for the week ahead. Mm. So before you go off down to the, your local supermarket, what, what, you know, what, research two or three things that you want to make, get it down your list, and at that way. So that way, when you go to the fridge, you've only got healthy stuff in the fridge to eat. You're not... So you've really got to break it down. And and I've done that with everything that I want to do with meeting, making new friends after the age of 50. Every every week or every month, I will go to something in my uh, ladies group. Maybe not an activity that I'm going think I'm going to enjoy, but I'm just putting myself out there. So it, it's what do you want to do? Break it down. Be very specific. How are you going to get there? And then put it into your weekly routine or your daily routine. 
Mm. And that's when you're going to see some changes. And don't worry if it doesn't happen right away. You know, there'll, there'll be days that, oh, I'm, I'm expecting to go and go to the gym three times a week. Have alternatives ready. I always say uh, have like a get out of jail free card. Do you remember on Monopoly? Yes, of course, yeah. yeah. And I have this challenge coming up in December. It's an exercise challenge, which I've participated in the last couple of years. And it's running or walking 5K, five kilometers, mm-hmm. three miles. 3.1, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, 3.1, every day of December. And okay. it was originally to raise money for charity. But it's actually to get you out, and especially in Denmark, getting outside every day. You, you could do this in January. I know a lot of my followers in the States are doing it in January. But it just gives us that impetus to do something every day. But I say there's going to be a couple of days where the kids are ill or you're ill or something happens. If you allow yourself to have three or four days where you miss it, because otherwise you're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater and saying, oh, I didn't get to the gym today. That doesn't matter. But if you can have some alternative set up, I can't get to the gym, but I can do a quick walk around the around the block sure you're doing something so, something Progress. just just yeah. doing something anything or do some stretching in front of the television before you go to bed and instead of having these lofty goals and we we always set the bar too high and i always mm. i always set, set the bar the bar really low but i can get over it every yeah. single time yeah and that's what's going to keep you going because you're building the momentum so take your New Year's resolution and don't think of it as a year. No, just <laughs> think, think of, of it as what, what you can what do, do this week. week that yeah, month. Okay. what can you do this week? And, and maybe have, you know, okay, by the end of this month, I would like to have done this and you can build on it. But it, your your daily success is, is to do with your routines. Wow. Okay, that's really great advice. Yeah, but, and it's <clears> like <throat> anybody with, the, they want to go running. The main thing that you do is put your running shoes beside the bed so in the morning, they're right there. You're not going to have to look. You've not got all the excuses. You're just just get, getting out there. All you need to do is tie your shoelaces. Mm. doesn't matter if you just run 10 meters. You've done it. And, and you know the problem's always getting started. Yes, exactly. Because as soon as you're actually <clears throat> out there, it's like, oh, actually, it's not so bad. And that's probably helpful doing a daily activity in, in December. It, that way you're going into January... Ready to yeah, take but it up? but this year I'm not doing the five k. It's running or walking because okay. because I'm not a runner. I, I would do maybe three k in the morning and then make up for it in steps during the day. This year I'm doing a December daily dip, so I will either oh. be in the sea or at the local pool every single day. That's exciting, and that that's really good advice to kind of tackle going into the new year and not be as overwhelmed with. No, you've got to keep it as yeah. small as possible. The, yeah. the, the things you want to do, make it, as I said, set that bar super, super low <laughs> because then you're going to be getting over every day. And yeah. that's what we want. I can do that. Low, low goals <laughs> and low expectations. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, for good advice, I, I was thinking we could maybe close and have uh, some more advice from you. A little okay. more, lean more on your yes, expertise. Yes. Um, with some uh, advice for characters that we know from this time of year mm-hmm. with Christmas that maybe could use a little bit of guidance, a little bit of advice, a little bit of your expertise. Um, maybe the, the first one that comes to mind is Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, classic holiday movie. He's got some tough family dynamics. He, oh, yeah. He's often overlooked and underestimated his by mother. his mother. His <laughs> mother. No one's, they ate all of his cheese pizza. <laughs> Uh, he can't watch the movies he wants to. He almost wants them to disappear. Mm-hmm. 
Don't but, we all sometimes? Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sometimes. But then, you know, in the end, realizes that he was he was just taking them for granted. Mm. Um, do you have any advice for those who, especially around the holidays, maybe have some fragile family <gasps> dynamics or some some relationships that? Maybe they're taking their loved ones for granted and, and how to navigate that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I, I think the, the, the problem there is, again, the expectations around Christmas, if you're visiting mm. family and and again, to keep the expectations low. And, and often when my parents first came here for Christmas, I want to do, you know, I want to have the perfect Christmas, perfectly decorated and I would cook all the fantastic Danish dishes and everything was going to be perfect. And then I didn't allow them to do anything. Ah. And then I was like kind of the maid servant running around and they wanted to help. And then they were sitting there kind of scared to move, you know, not here out of place. And I was getting all frazzled. And you really have to talk to each other. Or in, in my parents' case, my dad loved to vacuum, Hoover. I could just, mm. you know... Set him vacuum it and that would be him the rest of the day. So actually talk to each other and give, you know, if you're staying with family, let family help. Mm. Also offer to help. So, so because it can become too much of a, like a Christmas movie thing yeah. where, where we're real people here. And, and if you can get some time on your own, mm. even if that's just... Um, Getting forced to sleep in the attic yeah. away from your family. Yeah, always. But because quite often, uh, my mum was quite good at that. She would quite often disappear and I think, oh, where's where's mum gone? Hmm. She had gone up to the guest bedroom and she would just be sitting there with her book, taking yeah. five minutes to read. And I thought, wow, my mum is really That's smart. got a smart idea here. And it, it was just taking herself out of the equation for five or ten minutes. And then she'd come back, and I'm the same. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm full on or full off. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm like that too. I'm, I'm an extra. I need a nap. But I every recharge day. alone, and yes. so I need yeah. that time. Yeah. As much as I love being around family at the holidays, yeah. it's that's yeah. smart. Yeah. I do need that time to be a little bit home alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes they don't leave me and go <laughs> on a trip to the, you know Paris. No. No. But, no. but but did you know there is actually one one type of person where they will actually hide out in the bathroom. You know, close the for and be there for like ten minutes because they just like need George that. Michael. <laughs> just, just just have that ten minutes on their own, oh, and yeah. that, that's why I keep yeah. saying to people, you must find out what works for you. What yeah. what what does your self care time look like? For for me, I I put on my cordless headphones mm. and I'm listening to music. That gives me that kind of bubble, and I'm taken out of the equation of all the craziness that's going on, or an audio book because yeah. that just. I don't know what is going on around me, but it just gives me that, that uh, puts me on pause, yeah. recharges my batteries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we definitely need that this time of year. Mm. Um, but another character that may need some advice. So Frosty the Snowman, he's really struggling, um, especially with time management. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so bad that he only pauses a moment when he hears a traffic cop holler stop. So, um, (laughs) so what would be like some, some good time management? Oh, I've got a great one for, and and for anybody who is, uh, at home working from home, teleworking Mm. and you frosty, the top of the hour method. Are you familiar with that? We'd recommend it for anybody who has small children. If you're working at home, you've got small kids, maybe you're coming back, uh, into work after a period of illness, but just general good time management. Top of their method is 
you start at the top of the hour, you're working at the top of the hour, and you set a timer and you work for 45 minutes. Okay. Okay. So you're working on your project, you're working at your computer, working edu, video, uh, editing video, and then the last 15 minutes of the hour, when the timer goes off, you go and do something else. Hmm. Now, that does two things. First of all, it's very good for your for working on projects. You cannot concentrate for more than 45 minutes at a time. Sure. You know, you have the <laughs> Pomodoro method. They're all different apps out there. But you go off and either you're moving away from the keyboard or away mm. from what you're doing and you do something else for 15 minutes and that gives you the mental break and also a physical break. Uh -huh. So if you're, especially for those who are maybe working from home, have problems with the teleworking, it, it puts you on that 45 minutes and then 15 minutes break. And if you're working at home, you could be doing a quick uh, clean of your bathroom. You could be preparing vegetables for your evening dinner. And then when you come back after the 15 minutes, your mind is fresh. You're ready to get into it again. Because often we sit at that computer, many of us who are working uh, from home or in those environments, and you, you cannot concentrate. Yeah, we drift, you know. Yeah, you drift. Frosty is drifting. Frosty is drifting. He's melting. <laughs> yeah, but, but it, it works in any situation. Also, you use the reverse uh, if, you, if you have uh, very small kids at home. You're trying to get things done at home. You've got these small kids running around. 45 minutes, you're one-on-one -on -one with the kids. You're down on the floor playing with the Lego, mm. making Christmas decorations, whatever you're doing. And then the last 15 minutes, maybe you can put on a load of laundry. You, you take the kids with you. Oh, we're going to put things into the laundry basket. So you've got that 15 minutes where you, when the kids are with you. And then mm. after that, oh, you can go back to one-on-one -on -one with the kids. Okay, so but, top but, of the hour. Yeah, top of the yeah, and you can do top of the hour or bottom of the hour. But uh, ah. it's also great if you're, um, you know, if you're not feeling great, you get up, do five or ten minutes, and then you go back onto the sofa and lie down. Ah, yeah. okay. Or after a Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after you're focused a little. Yeah, but that, over. but that way it keeps you moving through your day, so you're kind of concentrated. You get the break, concentrate, come back. Yeah. And that way you will find that your work day will go much faster because. As I said, after when we were all working at home instead of coming into the office, we, we lost those um, points of reference yes. in our day. Oh, going totally. to get your coffee, meeting a, a co-worker at the photocopier machine mm. where you have those natural breaks. You don't have those. Mm. I was going to say, because we almost do that ourselves anyway, where we are going to get a coffee or yeah. fill up a water bottle or something like yeah. that. But, but when you're at home, that doesn't happen. Ah. So you've got to remember to take those breaks. But you can be doing something in the house decluttering mm -hmm. one shelf or and then you're coming back to work so it, it gives you it, it really helps you concentrate and gives you the breaks wow okay that's great advice top of the hour um yeah great so frosty top of the hour method and um last one um buddy the elf so uh, you know from this is my personal favorite christmas movie but of course know, he's an adult he's trying to recreate a childlike christmas with his estranged father and his new family and he decorates he plans elaborate holiday pranks and plans and he's really trying to just sort of impress everybody around him but they're not really reciprocating that same effort. Um, so what, what advice would you give him for kind of taking care of himself? Well, first? I was going to yeah. say he's lost the joy. He's yeah. lost his daily job and he's lost his little spark. Yeah. And for many of us, you know, as we grow up, 
we become, you know, I, I worked in the corporate world for, for many years and we forget to actually do something that brings us joy. Right. Do you go a little crazy? And so, so he really needs to go back and, and make sure what is he doing in his week? Well, what, what really excites him and bring that into his week? Maybe it's planning some time to do little Friday shenanigans. Maybe it's, it's meeting up with a, a group. But on the daily self-care, you know, in Huga, uh, here in Denmark, we have our Huga. I have a little thing called a, a Huga basket. Okay. And, and I've got a little YouTube video, only five minutes, shows you how to put one together. You take a basket, box, tote bag, whatever you want, and you put in some of your favorite things. You can make one for the kids. It can be, you know, a Pokemon toy, some Lego blocks, plushie, some healthy snacks or some... Haribos, I know you like Haribo. Day. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know you like yes, Haribo. Yes, I do. <laughs> and it's just a little basket, and I keep it by my favorite reading chair, and I've got my blanket. And every day I can just dive into that basket. I'll maybe have the book that I'm reading or my cordless headphones, hmm. little coloring book, wherever you want. And and it, it, when you don't know what to do, just you've got your little basket there. But, you know, it could be... Game of Thrones, DVD, you know, whatever you like to watch. Often I'll put on my favorite movie and just watch the first, you know, three minutes of mm. it. And that's all it takes to kind bring me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great. So and, having the best, a... and the best Christmas movie is? <laughs> for for me, it's off, but what's yours? Oh, uh, Die Hard. Die Hard, Die Hard is the ultimate Christmas yes. movie. Yeah. Yes, oh, I love that debate every yeah. year. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, this is great. So we've got a uh, top-of-the-hour method. We've got a hookah basket and um, just communication with, with yeah. families. And so social connections. And social connections. Social all things connections. we can can keep front of mind for the holiday season. Yeah. And I think we're going to just nail it for Christmas, New Year's, and, and the whole year. Yeah. So, Diane, thank you so much for your You're advice. Welcome. And if you need more advice and tips, and I think we all do, uh, you can find Diane in Denmark on YouTube, on Facebook, Facebook. Instagram. And um, we'll be, be happy to go into Christmas and New Year's with some inspiration, some tips. And we'll check out Diane. Thank you. And I'll send you off on your merry way with a live long and prosper. May the Danish who could be with you. I'll see you very soon. The rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.